you say when someone asks you what you do? Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Welcome to Coaches on a Mission. This show is the show to listen to if you're a values-driven coach and you want a business that you're truly proud of. So let me ask you that question again. What do you say when someone asks you what you do? Now, a lot of coaches, they over-explain or they speak in some sort of coachy language instead of real-world language. Maybe they undersell the value of the work that they do in the world. I know I'm guilty of that last one. And so was today's guest, Brandon Wilcox. Brandon has spent most of his life developing a deep and meaningful spiritual practice. And today, Brandon helps his clients truly transform their lives by sharing the tools that he has cultivated over the years. Now, Brandon's work is the real deal, yet the way he talked about the work, well, It was kind of bland and even a bit confusing. So that's the first thing he and I got into during today's session. Once we nailed accurate and clear language to explain who he helps and how, Brandon and I then, well, we dug into his offers a bit in order to ensure that they'll actually attract clients and attract aligned clients who are willing to really invest in the process. From there, we even got around to brainstorming some content ideas that Brandon can share that really represent all that he's capable of without confusing people. This is a jam-packed episode, and I want to say that if you worry even a little bit that there is somehow a gap between the impact your work has and the people you are attracting into that work, you are going to get so much value from this conversation. I hope you enjoy. Brandon Wilcox, welcome to Coaches on a Mission. I'm excited for our conversation today. Thank you. Me too. So Brandon, before we dive in, can you just let our listeners and me know what you want to walk away with from our time together today? Sure. I'd love to walk away with uh, just feeling really solid and good about my dream client power statement and my messaging. Great. All right. Well, that sounds pretty easy. Give us some context. So without getting the words right, tell us a little bit more about the work that you do and who you help. And then just to fill our listeners in inside the hive, we call a dream client power statement. That's kind of the term that we use to describe your niche, who you help and how. So just fill us in a little bit around the work that you do and the people that you help, Brandon. Sure. I help a a couple different types of people, but one of them, one of the main ones is people looking to develop their intuitive abilities, their intuitive skills, learning how to meditate and have spiritual tools to help them with their life. I also just help people who are sensitive in general and going through a hard time, uh, get clarity, get answers and help to take a step moving forward. Great. So part of your work is that of a spiritual advisor. And part of your work is that as a spiritual teacher. So sometimes people come to you because they want to learn tools to deepen their intuition and their like connection to self. And other times people hire you to have support moving through a challenging time in their life. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's accurate. Okay, cool. All right. So our goal today is I think threefold, right? Number one, I know you've been working inside the hive on your dream client power statement. It seems like you're pretty close to a final version. So maybe we'll start there and just see if we can get the words locked in. Then I'd love to have a conversation about your offers and how your offers align with that DCPS. And then with our time remaining, let's have a messaging conversation. Does that all sound okay to you? Sounds great. Okay. So can you walk me through your dream client power statement? But before you do, what feedback specifically are you looking for from me on it? I guess just which one you think sounds better. And if you think it communicates in words that the people that I work with can actually understand, and it feels like it's a description of them versus my verbiage. Sure. Talking the language of the people that have been in groups with me for a year and using, you know, those spiritual terminology rather than the words of what somebody's really saying to me when they're in a place of wanting to move forward. Got it. All right, I'm all ears. Let's hear it. Okay, one of them that I was playing with is I help busy people develop their intuition and live a life of purpose and freedom. That one feels a little vague to me because purpose mm-hmm. and freedom could mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one that I was playing with is I help energy sensitive people develop their self-confidence and live a life of purpose. Mm-hmm. 
So how does the purpose and freedom piece not feel general in the second one? Or does it also feel general in the second one? Well, the second one, I switched it to self-confidence and living a life of purpose. And the self-confidence piece seems to work a little better because a lot of what I'm helping people do is to feel confident that they can get their own answers and that they can create their own solutions to anything that comes up in their life. Some people just hire me, so I give them those solutions. And then some people want to learn how to create them for themselves. And self-confidence just kind of covered some of what I heard from people in my spark calls when I was asking them where they're at and where they want to be going seemed to have something to do with that. Got it. My concern with both of these, I think we're on to something, but the concern I have with both of these, Brandon, is I don't think they showcase you enough. You have so much mastery in this arena and so many years experience. Your intuition is really dialed in. Like You bring so much to the table with your clients. And I purpose and freedom, deeper confidence. To me, that doesn't describe the real work clearly Mm -hmm. enough. I see you nodding your head. So that lands for you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay. So let's work this out here. My first question is when you look at your dreamiest dream clients, the people who you have the greatest pleasure serving, would they identify as spiritual seekers Do they think of themselves already as spiritual before they come in to work with you? I'd say maybe like 40-60. do, 60% don't. Okay. So the 60%, tell me more about them. They oftentimes come to me, I would say at least 60% of the people that come to me, it's off of a referral of somebody saying, hey, Brandon's really amazing. He really helped me out. His program was life-changing or his reading was life-changing. And maybe that person, the reason why they're suggesting it to them is because they're starting to have an awakening. They're starting to have something that's kind of shaking them up in their life. And they're like, okay, I need something that's going to help me heal this, or that's going to go beyond this, or I need to be connected with a life path that actually feels valuable and important to me. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I'd say 60% or more, they just identify as having something that they want to heal, something that they want to shift. Got it. I heard you say the people who refer you often say, Brandon's really great. His course changed my life. I mean, that's kind of powerful, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? Like in its simplest form, and this is not my final answer, but in its simplest form, it's like I help people change their lives for the better. Sure. Which is way different than I help people gain more confidence. Mm -hmm. Not that gaining confidence isn't important, but gaining confidence doesn't connect directly to spirituality. And I know your work is based in spiritual practices. And I think that's important to showcase in your dream client power statement. Yeah, absolutely. So what if it was something like... I give, and we could like do a little list here of the type of people. So off the top of my head, I give seekers, feelers, and folks on the cusp of a really big change, the spiritual tools to change their lives. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, one of the main- Like, how does that land for you? Yeah, I like it. That's like one of the, I think that's something that I say a lot is like, here is a simple yet powerful tool that will change your life. That's a common yeah. phrase that I'll say while teaching, I believe, because a lot of the people I work with are busy. That's why I had started with that word because it's what I wanted to communicate was that people who have a jam-packed life can still use this. It still fits into that life. It makes their life their spiritual practice. It's not something they have to devote two hours a day all at once too, or anything like that. It's yeah. Yeah. I'm just curious about how much we need to highlight spirituality um, in your dream client power statement. To me, it feels really important, but I don't understand your target audience as much as you do. So how important does it feel to really highlight the fact that what people are going to get, yes, their lives are going to change, but it's not through building more muscle mass or eating healthier or brain training, right? It's really a spiritual practice. So tell me more about how important you think that is. Yeah, I think that's very important. 
because it's a completely different way of dealing with things. One of the main things that I communicate is that you're shifting something that's a, let's just say a spiritual disalignment. You're shifting that and then it's helping to align all these other areas in your life. And yes. so it's a really top-down approach. It's not, it's not any of those other layers of how people get help. Right. So if we think about the awareness ladder, and I'll fill you in if you're not aware of it, but also our listeners. I don't know who created this concept, but if you think about your target audience, they fall into one of three categories. At the bottom of the ladder is either unaware, I've also seen it called pain aware. So I am aware that my life is in disarray. I don't actually believe that a solution exists. This is just the way things are. Next on the ladder is problem aware. I am totally aware (laughs) that there's a problem here that's causing my life to be in disarray. I don't know if a solution is possible for me, but at least I believe that this is, mm, what's the word I want to use? Circumstantial. This isn't just the way of the world. There's something causing this problem for me. And then at the top of that awareness ladder, when people are ready to invest, they are solution aware. So I realize there's a problem. I believe there is a solution. And now I'm just seeking the right one. I feel like, given what I know about you, your dream client has to be solution aware that spirituality is the way in for them. Does that ring true for you, Brandon? Uh, Yeah. You can push back too if it doesn't ring true for you because you know yourself and your business and your audience better than I do. I would say for the majority of people, that would be true. Yeah. Right. And maybe for the people who come through a really strong referral, they may not be spiritual, but they might be tolerant of your spirituality if it's going to solve their problem. (laughs) Sure. Yes. Okay, great. So let's start with this then. I give seekers, feelers, and folks on the cusp of a big change. If you were to describe... The snapshot, like three snapshots, right? Specific circumstances to describe your dreamiest dream clients. How, if at all, would you change seekers, feelers, and folks on the cusp of a big change? I don't know. I think that's that's pretty good. It's a little like long-winded, but that's that's describing them pretty pretty well. Yeah. All right. So how do you feel about road testing this dream client power statement? Yeah. Okay. How are you going to do that? How am I going to test drive it? Yeah. Well, I can use it in short conversations, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of elevator pitch style. I can put it as my bio statement. I can try it out in different ways and see if it communicates to people what I do. You know, I could ask some of my current group members if they think that that speaks to what I do and what I help them with. I could maybe even put it in some of my booking links. I have some, Mm. some stuff there. Yeah. That's a good idea. And just to add to that list, you could take it back to the folks you had a spark interview with and just ask them, like, given what we talked about and given your circumstances, how well does this describe the work I do? Right. Mm -hmm. Or how mm, is the word enticing? Maybe the question is as simple as what is your reaction to this statement? Yeah, totally. Great. All right. So there's your first homework assignment. And then we can just circle back, whether that's on a Hive call or inside of our Facebook group, we can circle back on your progress around this. Does that sound okay? Yeah. Sounds great. Great. Okay. So we've got spirituality in the DCPS now. We have the true impact that your work carries, which is changing people's lives and you're owning that, which makes me feel really happy. Let's shift gears now and talk about your offers. Because I know we wanted to see how well this description matches your current offers. So can you, I know this has been something you've been really considering and it was so fun last week you posted in the Facebook group that things clicked for you. So fill us in on what clicked and where you're at around describing your offers. Sure, I'd love to. So I the way that I had been running my business was I was either doing just 
a group setting where they could come and take a class with a handful of other people and they could learn tools and that was kind of it. And then I was doing one-off sessions with people, just readings, healings as they scheduled them. And what I noticed was people that get one-off sessions, they want to have tools to then move forward with the information that they get. They're like, wow, I feel so much better. You gave me such great insight. That was the equivalent of five years of therapy in one session, all sorts of comments like that, but they wanted to know more or they only thought that they could call me when they were having an emergency, when something was bad. And so I kind of, my new offering of just testing and seeing what do people really need, what really is useful I noticed that in my group teaching, when people had a group implementation space to come into, I teach a tool, but then I also have a space where they can implement it. They have a practice space, but also an implementation kind of group coaching session. So anyway, I was seeing how valuable that was. And I decided to create a mentorship program where people come in and they get four recordings a month that is new tools, new classes. They're anywhere from one hour to two hours long. And they also get two one-on-one sessions with me, which for how deep we dive into things in a one-on-one session too is probably like what most people can even handle because uh, right. it's they take some integration. And so people can message me and communicate about that integration, what's going on with them. And then I also have two group coaching spaces, which are really fun because then people get to ask questions. I get to help them work through like, okay, here's your problem. Here's the tools you're learning. Here's how you can actually implement them to change that in your life. And maybe they get a mini read, some insight as to something they're unaware of. They have that person that has their back so they can get that check-in and support. And so I feel pretty excited about that mentorship program and how it looks. And if somebody has a really specific thing, like they just really want their life partner, or they really want to develop their clairvoyant abilities, or they really want to create or manifest a new career path, I can base those recordings because I've been teaching for years and years and years. So I can give them those sort of tools, those sort of lessons based off of what they're trying to achieve. There's kind of 90-day foundation that I like everyone to have. But then mm-hmm. after that 90 days, we could you know, really dive deep into any topic they want to. Right. And as you build out these tools and recordings for specific topics, you'll be able to repurpose them for other clients. So it's not like you'll be recording yeah. lessons from scratch in perpetuity. Yeah, absolutely. I loved watching your body language as you talked about this. You're, <laughs> you're, you seem really clear. You seem really enlivened. Can I reflect back what I heard just to make sure I understand the shape of this offer? Yeah. Absolutely. So if I'm a client, I'm going to get two private sessions with you every month where we're going to go pretty deep. I'm going to be very grateful for the weeks we don't have a private session so that I can integrate. I also will have four tools that I that you're going to teach me every month, and I'll learn how to put them into practice. And then if I choose, I can also come to one of two group coaching calls or processing calls or Q&A calls, whatever you end up calling them, where I can ask you questions about the tools or even just gain insight from you on things that I may not be seeing as I'm moving through my process. So there's some, there's a community aspect in the group calls. There's really having that private transformation container with you as my spiritual advisor. And then there's also the teaching element. Yeah, that describes it really well. Yeah, That's really great, Brandon. I think it definitely feels really aligned, really aligned. So if you think about your dreamiest dream clients, let's connect it back. Does this feel like a pretty straight line from this idea of helping seekers, feelers, and folks on the cusp of a big change, giving them the spiritual tools to change their life? Does that offer feel aligned? Yeah, I think so too. The other thing I heard you say, and I think is really important, is you now have designed an offer that addresses concerns of your buyers, right? The people who have hired you. One of them is, wow, that was so amazing. I, I can't wait for another problem that I need Brandon's help with because I only come to Brandon when I have problems to solve. So now you're creating this container for ongoing growth instead of like really relating to you as my like emergency, Mm -hmm. my my phone a friend. Yeah, right. absolutely. That's great. That's great. 
And then inside of your groups, just adding this little element that feels much more personalized, I think is the ticket to increasing the prices in your group offer. Because I know that's something we've talked about inside the hive before now. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Okay. So what if any questions do you have for me around this offer? Yeah, I just have one. It's really easy for me to see the value in this offer and how it is going to address somebody's issue, no matter what it is. The tricky part of the question that I have is being able to communicate that to somebody else who doesn't understand my process and doesn't get to be me, where I get to watch people go through it time and time again. And I'm like, yep, I've never had one fail or flop. They stuck with it. They got where they needed to go. You know, it worked for me in my life and I've seen it for, you know, hundreds and hundreds of students. But for someone who hasn't just seen that and can't just kind of blindly trust the process or trust that what I'm saying is real. It's like, how do I communicate that? Because I have clients that have really specific things that they want to address. And this can be very specific. Yeah. So they're just in the community, I guess. Completely. Okay. Couple of thoughts around this. Number one, when we're talking about elements of an offer, we need to sew that each element. So here's what that means. Every month you're going to get four tools from me so that you can, so what's the benefit, right? The benefit of having the four spiritual tools from you. Same thing with you're going to be in a private coaching container. What's the benefit of the private coaching container? We cannot assume that they understand. So we begin with so thating, and we'll do a little exercise together here in a minute. And then there's this other component, which is telling concrete stories as a way to address an individual's concerns. Wouldn't it be great if you could just build your business focusing on your strengths? I see too many coaches struggling to fit into a certain mold and they ignore the easy path. So let's put an end to that. What I want you to do is go to dallastravers.com slash quiz. I've put together a 45 second superpower quiz designed to reveal two things. Number one, The very next step in your business, whether that's list building, client attraction, or scaling with a course. And number two, the natural strength you possess to help you accomplish that task. When you get your results, you'll also get a custom built toolkit with actionable items you can put in place right away to finally make this growth path simpler because you're doing what you do best. So the link again is dallastravers.com slash quiz. Go and check it out and then let me know on Instagram how you scored. So let's look at both of those pieces. Let's start with so thating. So what is the benefit of me as a client getting four different spiritual tools from you every month? Yeah, the benefit of that is we start to build a certain foundation, meaning you'll have tools right off the start that can create a powerful shift, whether it's being able to release an energy, being able to identify that something you're struggling with is not you and getting some space from it. Uh, But we're also building on the groundwork for a kind of not, not a belief system, but basically being able to view your own belief system to be able to kind of go beyond your current beliefs that are holding you back. So we kind of develop a certain language where we can communicate with each other, where we can go beyond those beliefs. And then we have some tools to make an effective change immediately. Got it. Got it. So what's the benefit to me of going beyond my current belief structure? Oh, well, it can be hard to solve a problem from the same energy in which it's created. And so this helps you to step up outside of the hole and get a different perspective to be able to do something with it. Great. So inside of this program, every month you're going to get four different spiritual tools to put in practice. What this does is help you release energy, create space between you and the problem, and restructure your belief system because you cannot solve a problem with the same energy. So these tools are designed to shift the energy to give you the perspective, the insight, and the confidence you need to solve your problems in a new way. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Okay. What's the benefit to me of two private coaching sessions with you every month? 
Those two private coaching sessions are so that we can dig deep into the more personal side of your journey, the stuff that's really specific to you. Like we talk about what is your energy of your life path? What have you done in your past lives? And what does that look like in compared to what you're doing in this lifetime? And how can we utilize that information to help you use these tools and this training to then get to where you want to be to overcome something? We can look at sort of the nitty gritty details of what energy is holding you up, how it's affecting you, why it's affecting you, where it came in from. It's where we get to do all the fun healing and, and kind of deep personal insights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the benefit to it being personal, just you and me is what? Well, that's where things can really make. So there's kind of two sorts of shifts that happen. There's the big shift that you get in a one-on-one session with me where it's like, oh, okay, now I understand how what's happening to me. Like say their problem is, oh, I just can't manifest the dream partnership that I want. And we're doing a session and I see, oh yeah, here's some energy where you felt really invalidated in a relationship that you had and you just felt like you were just just really unsafe and that you, you know, weren't somebody who was desired. And we go in and we have this big change of, okay, this is what's holding you up. And now we have some awareness of it. And then you have these incremental changes where you can then actually repattern that and you can actually make small incremental changes to where they become permanent. So they tie together really well. Really well said, Brandon. Really well said. I get the benefit of these things. And then the group Q&A and the coaching sessions, what's the benefit of that for me? Oh, those are great because then, you know, you actually take this information and learning that you got through the course or through the one-on-one session. You're like, okay, how can I implement this further? How can I actually use this? So it's, for one, it's giving you accountability because, you know, I'm going to be there asking you and looking at you and saying, well, how did it go? How did you actually (laughs) use that? Or did you totally forget? And then the other really cool benefit that I've been seeing with it is that you get a hear the answer to questions you wouldn't have thought to think. And that's a big Mm -hmm. part of your spiritual evolution is asking the right questions and having other people in a group to ask questions that you wouldn't word it that way, or you wouldn't have thought to think about it like that. And some of these people, they've been with me for a year and some of them are at the same spot that, you know, their peers are at. And so you get to, you get to hear stuff that's like, oh, wow. Okay. I wouldn't have even thought to go there. Yeah. And also I can imagine a sense of belonging. Yeah. Right. So I'm I'm surrounded by other seekers, right? And I'm not alone on this journey. That's great. Was that there's another layer to this. I want to talk about adding in stories and concrete data, but was that a helpful starting point to answer your question? Yeah, it was. Yeah, great. So it's just a rule that I try to remember, especially when I'm in sales conversations, is always to complete the thought. I cannot assume that you understand the value of two private sessions with me every month. That might, I actually had a conversation with a friend of mine this morning who just launched a, her first ever coaching container. She does a lot of consulting. And now that she's got this coaching container, what she's realizing is, oh, these people in my coaching group, they don't even know what coaching is. They do not. They like me and that's why they're here, but they don't know what this is. And therefore they're not really getting it and they're not invested. So just always completing the thought. Two other um, layers to this. One would be, and I'm just imagining you, Brandon, this can show up for sure in your content, but also specifically in your sales conversations, in your enrollment calls. And that is to ask explicitly, tell me your concerns, right? Bring the client's concerns forward. And let's just say that my concern is like, well, I've done, I've done so much spiritual work. I don't know how this is going to be any different, right? I'm sure you can think of a student or client or even your own story to tell to really illustrate how this is different. So it's just like having a little bit of a library in your mind of what the common concerns are that stop people from investing and having a story connected to each one to il- to help the client overcome that concern. So Love you could it. say to me, oh, I hear this all the time. And in fact, 
I have a student who's been with me for a year now and never, ever, ever finished what she started when it came to spiritual programs. And because of the design of this, she was able to stick with it and implement whatever that story might be. How does that land for you? Yeah, that's great. I love that. Great. And we have to just be thoughtful about it ahead of time because in the moment, I think a lot of times in sales calls, the last thing we want is objections and concerns, right? So we're just not prepared to address them. But if you can call them forward, I think you can really reassure the person you're speaking to that this time can be different and also just fill in any comprehension gaps that they have about the program that you're offering to them. And we do that through storytelling. I think it would also be really valuable for you. And I heard you mention the number 100 or hundreds, right? Could you pull together just a handful, like even one or two concrete stats? So I'm going to make this up, but I've been teaching for seven years. And during that time, I've had 70 people move through my program, 69 of them completed every exercise in the course. And the person who didn't had such a transformation from the very first tool that they just really wanted to master that tool before moving on. So like bringing concrete to what is often so nebulous, which is the spiritual path, like that is, (laughs) it's not a straight line and it's different for everybody. But do you have any numbers like that, that you could pull and have at the ready to really make this concrete for folks? I have some numbers for maybe the last two years. Everything that I did before that, I definitely did not track. And so it would be a little (laughs) bit of a guessing game for me. Yeah. Okay. But even to say, you know, here are the numbers from the last two years. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's kind of great if the numbers are If you tell me it's 100%, like, is it really 100%? (laughs) So I don't, I guess what I'm saying is be really transparent about the numbers because people need to trust you if they're going to invest in their spiritual journey through your program. Totally. Cool. Great. All right. Is there anything else you want to discuss around your offer before we shift gears a bit and talk for a minute about your messaging? The only thing else that I would have for my offer is I know you recommend to do people monthly subscriptions and I'm cool with that for the most part. However, I kind of believe that having them do the first 90 days, uh, Mm -hmm. like commit to the first 90 days is one payment. And then monthly after that works better for what I'm doing uh, just because it, it gives them enough time to get all my really solid core foundational tools. And then after that, they can deep dive into any, any topic under the sun that they want help around. We can get into that, but kind of getting to the first 90 days is the most important. Yeah. So I just didn't know your thoughts about that. Yeah. So just for our listeners, I'm going to speak into this for a minute and then I do have some thoughts for you. When it comes to private coaching, I strongly encourage, unless there is a proven concrete reason not to, and Brandon, you may have a proven and concrete reason here, right? But unless unless there is a proven and concrete reason not to, the coaching package that I have seen have the highest conversion rate and the longest retention is monthly coaching. So someone hires you, they come on and the language is we're going to work together for as long as this is working for you. And then you just set up automatic billing. You don't have to resell it to anyone. You're not setting any weird implied promises that in 90 days, your life is going to be, you're going to find your life partner you've been looking for for the last 10 years, (laughs) because it's just, it's going to, you're going to stay at it for as long as it's working for you. So for everyone listening, I could preach about this all day long. I have really strong opinions about it. Trust me on this. Now, there could be circumstances where that model does not serve the client. And this could be one of them. Now, I just, and you may not have numbers around this, but the first concern that came up for me, maybe the first question that came up for me, Brandon, was what is your retention rate? How many people continue on after 90 days? That's really hard to answer because I have so many different services and offerings, or I have. 
And so I have groups where people are on, they're in about a year and a half with me right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have maybe, you know, like almost 10 people that are in that category. And then some people, their intention was only to do 90 days and Mm -hmm. that's all they wanted. You know, I have a lot of people that are in Europe or Eastern coast and the the time is a little weird for them. So they only could wake up in the middle of the night for so long. Uh, So, so it's a little hard to know what that number is. Um, And the, this mentorship style is also new offering it in that way. So I don't, I don't have that data yet. Okay. So here's, this could be, I'm going to try to think of another example, but What I'm hearing you say is there is this foundational process that's really important for everyone to go through in order for them to experience these life-changing results. And it's about a 90-day window. So I'm totally supportive of you testing this. And here's how I'm going to recommend you structure it. So when you're enrolling folks, you enroll them to say, we're going to work together for as long as it's working for you. We begin with a 90-day, this is not Brandon language at all, so forgive me, but like a 90-day boot camp or kickstart or intensive or foundational program. After 90 days, it rolls into monthly mentorship for as long as it works for you so that you're at least explaining the bigger picture and not planting the seed that 90 days and you're done. That's my concern is that people Mm -hmm. will just assume that they don't have to continue on after 90 days. So you can talk about it in the longer term, but explain this 90 day foundation phase as its own entity. Does that yeah, does that, that sound that like a fair sense. compromise? <laughs> it does. Yeah, part of it for me too is I have to work twice as hard in the first ninety days, and then after they've gone through that ninety days, it's a lot easier for me to make progress with them because our language is all queued up. They have the foundational tools they need. They've been in it. They've already had a big transformation, and then so after that, it's just so much easier. So part of it was kind of due to the pricing of it because I'm like, first ninety days is way more work for me. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I like that. I like how you how you phrase that. So then the way you would set it up, does this sound clean? I'm going to make up prices here just so we have context, okay? So, And I'm going to make math super easy for myself. (laughs) So 90 days is more labor intensive for you. So it might be it's $500 to get started, and that's going to move us through the 90 days foundation. On day 91, you'll automatically move in to your monthly mentorship and the tuition for that is $100 a month. So, and then you can set the product up in your, whether you're using Stripe or ThriveCard or whatever your payment processor is to be like a starting sum and then build again 90 days later for a recurring payment. So then it's also just set up and forgotten instead of having to re-enroll people after 90 days. I didn't know that was possible, so that's good to know. <laughs> Great. Well, let's look into it. I'm sure it is. We have something similar. So, um, But that would be of service to the client and also, I think, of service to, to you. Yeah. Yeah. And they almost cool. always want to keep going after... If they, if they get 90 days in, that's the sweet spot. And then they're going to want to keep going after that. Wow. Okay. This is great. Okay. Uh, I understand. Getting them in is where it's kind of scary. And they're like, what am I signing up for? And then once they stick around for a couple of weeks, they love it. Right. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, let's test that and see how it lands for you. And we're going to look for two things. Number one is that 90 day minimum requirement. Is that a barrier for entry? Because if it is, Mm -hmm. we can readjust. And then number two, what is your retention rate? Like, let's let's gather numbers around that. How many people move in to phase two beyond the 90-day foundations? Cool. Great. All right. So let's have a quick conversation here. I'm just aware of time, but I think there's this third element. Now you feel clear on your offer, your dream client power statement. We're going to test it out a little bit, but we're, we're feeling relatively clear about that. You had a question for me when we were preparing for the call today around messaging. What is that question and how can I help you? Sure. I teach on so many different topics and and speak to so many different topics because spirituality is so broad. It addresses every aspect of life. And I wanted to get 
messaging a little more clear, uh, like maybe down to three main points that I'm making in different ways. Uh, that way people understand how I'm helping them and what I do rather than it just being all over the place and them not really being sure. So I had some examples of different things, different points that I like to make just very vaguely. So I don't know. I just wanted some help getting clarity on if that's the right idea, limiting myself to three. And if so, yeah, any thoughts you have, I guess, on the direction I was taking it? Yeah, sure. So let's big picture this for a moment. I know you've hardly been in the hive for a month, so I know you're not at course number three yet. Course number three is called Content Confidence, and you will learn every single step on this philo- on how to implement this philosophy when you get to that course. But let's big picture it for this conversation, and then we'll make sure you feel like you're heading in the right direction. I am also someone whose expertise are very broad. I help coaches in a lot of different ways. Trying to talk about all of that in my content was a total disaster. (laughs) It was confusing for me, let alone for my audience. So I think there are three layers to this. The first layer, inside the hive, we call it your catchy catchphrases. So what are up to seven? You mentioned three. I think you could even take it further if you wanted to. What are up to seven core beliefs that you need, need, that your dream clients need to buy into and to hold dear in order to really be successful with your work? And I'll give you an example. So for me, one of my catchy catchphrases is marketing should never leave a bad taste in your mouth. And now that you know that, you'll go back to my Instagram and you'll see I say that a lot on Instagram, right? But the people who show up for the hive and are most successful, they completely agree with that and they're relieved to hear me saying it. Another one of mine is center the client, not yourself. It's something we talk about it a lot in the hive. This is the secret to feeling comfortable selling. That is a belief that you need to hold in order to feel ready to hire me as your coach. So these are not related to list building, right? Or for you, it's not related to finding a life partner or these isolated topics. These are broader beliefs that really represent the full scope of your work, the transformation of your work. So again, inside of the content course, you'll there's exercises to help you pinpoint your catchy catchphrases. I recommend having up to seven of them. And those are what show up in everything you put out there. Not all of them in every post or every email, but you want to drop one of those in to every piece of content that you put out because this is what helps folks climb the awareness ladder. So far, so good on that piece, Brandon? Yeah, totally. Okay, great. So now we've got the next layer. I'm I'm going down. You could also go up. But the next layer down are themes. So these are, and again, I recommend fewer are better, but I recommend up to seven core themes that show up in your work often. So this is where we get into, like, it's not quite topics, but it's like, for me, a theme is visibility and list building. Another big theme is confidence. Another big theme is finding paying clients or launching with a course. So these themes could be where you pop in finding a life partner, manifesting a dream job, these like outcomes that your clients tend to accomplish through your work together. Then we drill it down one more layer and that is to topics. So under the theme of calling in your life partner, there could be a really granular topic around building the confidence to make the first move. And you could put out a whole, like a whole week's worth of content on that topic. It connects back to one of your themes or outcomes, right? That you deliver and we're dropping in catchy catchphrases throughout. So that's how I look at the infrastructure of putting content out that has a rhyme and a reason for your audience and really helps them climb that awareness ladder. That's the overview. I just gave you like a three minute crash course in what you'll learn inside of that that program. But what if any questions do you have about that approach or philosophy before we look at what you've come up with? 
Uh, none. I think that's great. Even just that initial question that you had asked is super helpful framework for me as to how to do that. So yeah, no, no questions. Great. So just for our listeners, the question I asked was, what are the shared beliefs your dream client needs to hold in order to be ready and successful in the work? Okay. So with that, I know that you asked to get my insights on whether or not you're on the right track. So I'd love to hear what you've come up with, if it still feels relevant, and I can give you some feedback. Yeah, sure. Now with that initial feedback, I'm like, okay, I could think on this a little bit more and expand okay. on it a little bit more. But I, yeah, I have some things. The three core things that I had written down was that one of my messages is that, you know, your soul essence has the answers. It has the information that you need to overcome anything in your life. And so that being because a lot of what I'm teaching is how to get those answers, how to align with that information, how to bring it in. Uh, so that was one of the pillars that I put on there, one of the points. Uh, mm-hmm. The other one that I had was only what you're not aware of can hurt you. Uh, so kind of speaking mm. to the fact that whether it's through this reading, whether it's through the class, whatever it is, part of the mentorship, uh, it's about becoming aware of the unconscious parts of us that are creating the obstacle and yeah. making them conscious. That way we can do something about it. And then the third one is essentially just speaking in some way on how meditation and spiritual tools can help get you closer to enlightenment and maybe how that relates to alleviating suffering. The reason I put that one in there is because a lot of my clients are very spiritually inclined and they don't just want something of you know, some of them don't care as much about manifesting something in their life, creating something new, or even necessarily healing something, but they care more about actually just enlightenment or growing in their consciousness. They just want that progress and to feel like they're on a path and they have everything they need to keep going on that path. And they don't have to be searching all the time, looking all around, jumping, dabbling from one thing to another, that they can just feel really confident that they have all the tools that they need to just have that as their life's practice. So those were kind of the three messages that I just briefly came up with. Okay. Great. I have a couple of thoughts. These are very catchy catchphrasy, by the way. You are on track. (laughs) So at the beginning of our conversation, we talked about your dream client power statement. The action item that you agreed to was to just get feedback from some dream clients and spark interview people to see if that, like what needs to be adjusted around your DCPS. I'd love to propose another homework assignment for you if it feels aligned. And that would be to answer for yourself that this question, like what, if my dream client showed up with up to seven core beliefs, what do they need to believe to be true in order to really be successful? But I'd love to just give you some languaging feedback on what you came up with. Sure. The first one was about your soul essence already has all the answers. So if we were to catchy catchphrasify that, <laughs> you might say your soul essence has all the answers. Now you just need to learn how to listen, right? Cool. So if I show up ready for this work, it's like, yeah, I believe that I have the answers in me and I am aware that I don't know how to access those answers. That's why I'm here. The second one, you said only what you're not aware of can hurt you. That's a brilliant catchphrase. I love it. I think it opens up, think about that. If you had a topic around dating, if you had a topic around manifesting your dream job, like that just could pop into a lot of different topics. So I have no, no changes on that one. And then how does this sound for that third one around enlightenment? What I heard you say is there are people who come to you who aren't there to solve a problem. They are on, they are on the path toward enlightenment. Then you talked about something about, I don't know if you use the word dabbling or if I wrote that down, but they start a lot of things, but they don't like walk one path. So a catchphrase around that or a belief that they need to probably hold in order to be ready to jump into your mentorship would be dabbling doesn't or enlightenment doesn't happen by dabbling. Mm. You have to walk the path. Mm hmm. Cool. So that's my, I I think you're on the right track here. And I want to just invite you to consider more. Are there other beliefs to have? And then the goal is to turn them all into kind of like headlines. 
Because ideally what you want, and I see this a lot in my sales calls, is the person sitting across from me, they will repeat my catchphrases back to me in a sales conversation. They'll say things like, you know, I just realized that marketing doesn't have to leave a bad taste in my mouth. And I sit there and I nod and I'm like, yes, what a wise thought you're having. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how you know you're onto something, right? We've nurtured them and they are ready. So we want those catchphrases to be concise and kind of punchy enough to really be repeatable, right? So that people can absorb them and, and repeat them back to you. Was that helpful, Brandon? Yeah. Yeah, that's totally helpful. That gives me a lot to work with. Yeah, feels great. Okay, awesome. So as we wrap up here, I'd love, it's a two-part question. Number one, what is your biggest takeaway from the conversation? And then what are your action items moving forward? Yeah, my biggest takeaway, I guess, is that I have a clear direction as to where I'm going and what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel like I kind of have identified how to brand myself uh, a bit more. And so then my assignments for that is to try out that new DCPS, that statement of what I do, try that out, see how that works, to try out my offering, but with the framework of here's what we're starting off with, the 90-day boot camp, just using those words that we used, uh, and Mm -hmm. then moving into monthly membership for as long as it works for you. And then to be able to think about these core beliefs that people need in order to get the most benefit out of working with me and how I can make it a catchy catchphrase and implement it into my messaging across the board. Cool. I feel like we really made some progress today. And I'm excited to see what the next month or two or 10, right, hold for you. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. This is really helpful. You're welcome. All right, folks. So for everybody listening, Brandon did a great job of summarizing his next steps. My invitation for you is to just identify how, if at all, do those steps apply to your business and what can you put into action based off of our conversation? Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things (laughs) to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers biz mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you it'll be worth it. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.